Welcome to the Master Passive Income Show. My name is Dustin Heiner, and I'm here to help you learn how to get financial independence, live the dream life, and quit that J-O-B, that just overbroke job, by investing in real estate. And today, we're going to be talking all about interest rates, recession, inflation, all these bad things that are going on, even wars. We're going to be talking about lots of stuff going on in the real estate market and economy in general, and how you can recession-proof your life, recession-proof your wealth, make even more money when the recession's over, and be extremely wealthy. All right, let's start the show. Welcome to the Master Passive Income Podcast, where we talk about investing in real estate with a special focus on making enough money so you can quit your job and live the dream life. And now, here is your host, Dustin Heiner. I've been thinking a lot about what's going on in the economy, but I started thinking about the stock market as well, and I started thinking about all the other people in the world and how they make money. Now, us as investors and how we make money, we make it differently than most. Now, what's interesting is we make passive income where we work one time and we make money over and over and over again, where our rental property, our properties, they're they're our employees. They're the ones doing all the work. We're not working anymore. Now, we'll have property managers, contractors, realtors, wholesalers, all all those other people doing work for us, which is great. We pay them well. We give them jobs. We help them to be able to provide for their families. But our properties, those are the ones that are actually making us money. I want you to get started investing in real estate and rental properties. Get my free real estate investing course. Text the word rental, R-E-N-T-A-L, to 33777. Rental to 33777. I will get you my free real estate investing course so you can get started investing in real estate, seeing how you can recession-proof your life. If you started investing in real estate back when I did in 2006, 2007, before the crash, you would say, man, now after what has it been, 12, 13 years since then, I've made money every single day since that crash, you know, it crashed in, I think, 2008, late 2008, 2009. I still made money every single month because my properties were making me money because I had passive income coming in every single month. Now, what is very interesting is that all the other businesses that I've been, well, I do have another podcast called Successfully Unemployed. I love that podcast, just like I love Master Passive Income. It's really fun, but I do a lot of interviews, and I interview other people with businesses. And these businesses, they're great, great businesses. But what happens in a recession? And I started thinking, all these other types of businesses that are out there, or jobs, or side hustles, or anything like that, once the economy goes south, or if and when it does, which... I'm going to tell you right now, it absolutely will. Eventually, it will go south. Not necessarily south like a crash, but there will be a correction. It doesn't continuously go up forever. So what I'm looking at is what I want to do is make money consistently. And if you look at the way rental properties are designed, basically you get a tenant in there who pays you rent. You make sure that you have enough of your expenses and your everything that comes out of your pocket accounted for with the rents, and you make sure you tack on a little bit more 
that goes into your pocket every single month. And I talk about extensively, so go back and listen to plenty of those episodes, which I'm not going to talk about right now. But in order to recession-proof your life, recession-proof your money, your business, and your investments, you need to make money when other people aren't making money. So, I mean, it's sad to say, but if you lose your job, you know what? Oh my goodness, there you go. You're not going to have money to bring in. In the times of growth, in times of plenty, where we're all fat and happy, everything's going great, the economy's booming, we're just, you know, money's just, it, it seems like everything is perfect, everything's going great. Well, I'm old enough now, I'm, I'm only 40 years old, but I'm old enough now to have seen a couple different cycles where, like in 2008 and 2001, um, those are the ones I kind of, I mostly remember when there was a lot of big changes and people were really hurting and the, the economy is really, really bad. I remember those. And it wasn't like the Great Depression. That was horrible. Hopefully, Lord willing, we'll never get another one of those. Um, but those people that grew up in the Great Depression, they were savers. They were like, they literally did not throw any away. They became hoarders. Not that's a negative term, but they would literally hold on to their money, hold on to their possessions, and just reuse things or fix things. Whereas now, we've been so fat and happy everywhere, like especially in America, we've been so fat and happy with how much we have, uh, you know, possession wise, we could literally just throw something away, order on Amazon, get it two days later. Now, what's interesting about a recession, what's going to happen with us is the things that you implement now in your life will help you when a recession comes. And I want to go through a few things that will help you in a recession time. Now, let's go through a few things. Well, number one, you absolutely learn how to make money without working, without counting on somebody else. And that's with the real estate rental properties. I make $250 or more every single month in passive income from my properties, which is absolutely amazing. After 30 plus properties, I mean, you do the math. It's it, We're blessed. I mean, we have plenty of money. Some of my properties, I'm making like $450, $500, $600, up to $600 on a property. Because if I own it outright, that's just that much more money. So what I'm suggesting is you do start buying real estate. You do start buying investments that bring you money. Now, people might say, well, you know, if people are losing their job, how are they going to pay the rent? I'm like, yeah, you're absolutely right. The sad thing is they're going to have to move out. They're going to have to find someplace cheaper, or you can do section eight or something like we'll, we'll eventually figure it out, but your property's still there. You still have that property. When that person moves out of that, the tenants move out. You'll get somebody else in that does have a job and eventually the market comes back. And so another reason why Master Passive Income, we're so big on buying lower priced homes. We don't want to buy $400,000 homes and keep them as rentals because that mortgage is literally going to eat you alive. You know, if you have a $400,000, let's just even lower, $250,000 mortgage, that's going to be about, what is that, like $1,200, $1,300 a month? Well, if you're only making $100 a month in passive income, that's $1,200 one month, the $1,200 a year, one month out of the entire year that it's not rented, there goes all your passive income. So what we do here at Master Passive Income, we have systems, we build systems, we have a business process and a business plan to buy properties that make us $250 a month in certain key areas of the country far away from us. We have other people do the work and we make it automatic. So that's what's great about real estate and rental properties is you're going to be making money all the time, like over and over again, you're going to be making money every single month. And the reason why is because people are, they have to have a place to live. So my strong suggestion, the first thing is to solidify 
your income. We want to make sure that we have a stable, solid income where income is going to keep coming in whether we work or not. God forbid you actually get sick and you're on, you know, in the hospital and you can't work for a month, two months, or whatever it might be. You're still going to be able to make money. Like I know that if anything did happen to me, my family's still taken care of. I don't need to be making the money because my business is making the money and my wife will just literally pick it up and well, she doesn't do it. I don't do anything. I work 30 minutes a month just like reviewing the statements. That's all she'll need to do. And then she can get right back to homeschooling and all that good stuff. So first one is get stable income in real estate and rental properties. I'm sure that you're your life is recession proof. A big one is, and I want to pause for a quick second and share that honestly, I really want you to invest in real estate. Now my new goal is to help 1 million people invest in real estate. So two things I would ask from you. Number one, if you get anything out of this episode, please share it with somebody else. Just say, hey, you know, check out Dustin and Master Passive Income. He really wants to help a million people to invest in real estate. That's number one. Number two, I want to get you to invest in real estate. Get my real estate investing course absolutely for free. Text the word rental. R-E-N-T-A-L to 33777. Rental to 33777. I'll literally give you my course, show you how to find an area of the country to invest, how to build the business first. You know, I always talk about that and how to find the right properties, how to make sure you're getting experts to do the work for you and scale the business to where you're making $250 or more in passive income, scale it to quit your job. I'll literally get it to you or go to masterpassiveincome.com forward slash free course. Obviously, it'll be in the description, but I really, really want you to invest in real estate because the more that actual normal everyday people own real estate that are good landlords, the better everybody's life gets. Your life is recession proof. A big one is having an emergency fund. Having an emergency fund where you are ready for worst case scenarios. You know, God forbid you lose your job. I, I literally was laid off from my job and I was blessed to get another job pretty quickly, but I did not have a good emergency fund when I did. I, like I said, I was blessed to get another job pretty quickly, but not everybody is able to jump into another job or have money, you know, um, uh, coming in from other ways other than our job. And so what we want to do is develop an emergency fund. My suggestion is get to one to three months of your expenses saved up. Now, I'm blessed where I have plenty of money saved up. I literally have lots of cash set aside so that, you know, if there's any issues, like if all of my rental properties literally got blown up, like, God forbid that happened, you know, my family's going to be okay for at least, you know, three, four, five months just because we have that emergency fund. So I strongly suggest getting emergency fund. And emergency fund also is in case you have a big hit, like your car gets broken down, broken down or broken into, but let's say it gets broken down and you need to fix it up. Well, we don't want to go into debt. We don't want to go into debt to fix up that car and an emergency fund will help you to not go into debt. That's the last thing we want is to go into debt. So number one, have an emergency fund. Another big one is I love, and if you guys listen to this show other than like one or twice, once or twice, you'll know how frugal I am. I strongly suggest everybody right now, even though there's so much things going on right now, when the economy picks back up, try to start living well below your means, not just in your means or within your means, live well below your means. And I'll give you a huge example from my own life. Like I'm literally walking the walk or walking the talk. Is that how you say it? One of the two. Um, I'm walking the walk. I'm actually living in a 1,250 square foot house. It was one of my rental properties. The tenants were moving out and we were in California. This was in Arizona, close to my in-laws. And we thought, let's get out of California. You know, let's, it's expensive there. And you know, all those other reasons, but let's get close to your parents. So my wife's parents, so that our kids can get to know them. 
and my tenants were moving out. This was three years ago. And we moved in thinking, okay, we're going to move in and then we're going to look for another house that's bigger. This is going to get us there quickly. Well, we moved in there. And as I've been watching the market, I realized I could, I could absolutely go out and buy a property right now. I could go buy a 3,000 square foot house somewhere, or I could you know, build a house or I could do all that stuff. But I realized the market for personal home ownership is really, really high right now. Now, rental properties, my students are buying properties all the time, all over the country, and making at least $250 a month. So it's absolutely the right time to investing when you're investing for cash flow. But if you're buying a house to live in, for me, I just realized, ah, we're doing fine in this house, even though it's 1,250 square feet with four kids and my wife and myself, but we'll get over it. And we also homeschool. Like, they're not gone from, uh, you know, from us all day. They're literally home all day. And I'm... As you're listening to this, I am literally sitting in my, actually I stand, I stand when I do my podcast, but I'm in my bedroom, my master bedroom. I have a little desk here and I am just looking at screen. I got the uh, window right next to me and this is just where I do it. I, I don't need to get an office. I could eventually, um, you know, buy a bigger house, but right now the market's so high, I'm living well below my means. And the reason why I'm telling you this is even though I have plenty of money, I have plenty of money coming in. I just know eventually something's going to happen where I'm going to need a little bit of extra money, where that extra money that I have coming in from my paycheck over and above my expenses, then that is actually going to help tide me over. And so when, like, let's say, for instance, God forbid, you get laid off and you get another job where it's like maybe half the amount of money that you used to make. Well, that is going to be very, very hard. Now, I would strongly suggest doing that now living below your means right now and saving every single penny that you're saving uh, from living below your means. Do that, set it aside for investing, get an emergency fund, live below your means and set that money aside for investing. Now, another way to recession-proof your life would be to create additional income. Find ways to make more money. Now, like I said, in Successfully Unemployed, my podcast, if you just search for Successfully Unemployed on any podcast app, you'll literally find it. But I've interviewed different business owners, entrepreneurs, side hustle experts, all that sort of stuff. I want to show you how to do that. So go listen to those podcast episodes. But there are so many ways to get additional income. It could be literally driving for Uber or Lyft. It could be, um, what's that, the food delivery service. Um, you could start a business. I even interviewed a taco truck vendor. There's so many other ways to make money that you need to figure out a way to make money, to bring money in. It could even be renting out one room of your house and making a little extra money finding ways to get additional income. Now for me, additional income is great because I save that for investing so I could buy more properties. But also all that savings is for when there's a recession, when there's something that's really going to hit the economy, that's going to make everything bad. We want to be protected. We want to be able to weather those storms, not necessarily say we're still going to take, you know, luxurious trips or anything like that, which Honestly, when the market's down or the economy's down, that's the best time to go because less people will be there, which is good, you know, less traveling uh, with, with crazy people. And at the same time, it's going to be cheaper. So, you know, you definitely can. But this is going to help us to be able to get through those ups and downs in the economy because it'll go up and it'll go back down and then it'll go up and then it'll go back down. That's just the way the economy works. That's just the life cycle. So you want to have additional income. Find a way to get additional income. Also, you want to look at your tolerance for risky type of things. Like if you are if you're risk averse, buying stock in a really volatile stock would probably not be the best. 
Um, I can't really give you a, a huge example because I'm not a big stock guy, but another risky one would be flipping a house. You know, if somebody is literally flipping a house right now, they bought a house maybe two months ago, right now the COVID-19 is going on, nobody's getting on their house, no, no, nothing's working on their properties, they're probably worried about selling that house in the near future. Are, is the market going to stay high? Like their, their risk is like, oh my goodness, we had a lot of risk tolerance where we can actually uh, buy a property, fix it up, flip it or try to sell it from to make more money and be okay if the economy comes down. Well, I'm optimistic. Or they might be thinking, I'm optimistic. Everything's going to be great. Economy never goes down. We're going to keep making money. This is going to be perfect. Well, tell those tell that to, to those people in 2009 where the recession hit or you know that the crash and the market and everything hit and then from there you literally saw people losing everything. So tell that to them. So you need to also think about your risk tolerance. Like my dad's 70 years old and I keep trying to encourage him, hey dad, take a little money off the table for your stocks. Take a little money off the table. Like let's say you're going gambling. You do 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 you walk into a casino. I'm my my little uh you know Homer Simpson type of noise. There you're walking into a casino with a hundred dollars. Well you walk in, you put it on the table to bet a hundred dollars. Now, if you lose all that $100, well, it's gone. It's literally gone. But what if you win? So let's say you put $100 on the table and you win $50. Well, maybe pull $50 out so you're still in with your own money. You're still playing with $100, but only 50 of it is what you walked in with. So you have pocketed a little bit of that profit or you pulled your money off the table. Let's say you made $100. So instead of only having $100, you're up to $200. Well, then take your entire principal, basically all your money off the table, put it in your pocket so you won't walk away with zero dollars. Instead of letting it all ride, let's let, you know, put it all on black and let it ride, you know, $200, and then you lose it and it's all gone. Why not pull that aside, put it in your pocket and say, at least I'm walking out with some of my money back. And now you're just playing with the house's money. That's what they call the casino's money. When you, you, when you win, you're playing with the house's money. So I was telling my dad, encouraging him back in December. Now, obviously hindsight, you know, I've been telling this for maybe two years, but uh, December, when I actually told him, I said, Hey dad, my right now might be a good time. This is when the stock market was really, really high. Hey dad, it might be a good time to take a little profit, take a little off the table. You know, there's a great saying. I love it. It says, Bears make money, bulls make money, but hogs get slaughtered. You know, bears, they're the ones that think economy's gonna go down always. Let's let's you know place bets accordingly. Or bulls, everything's gonna keep going up. Let's place bets accordingly. But hogs, like I'm just gonna keep making money no matter what. Well, they get slaughtered. And so if you leave your money in there for too long, eventually it's gonna get slaughtered. But here's the thing: my dad cannot ride out another economic cycle. Back in 2007, he actually did. You know, it was up. I said, hey, dad, might want to sell it. Nah, it'll be fine. It goes down. It literally cut in half. And now it's gone back up. And now it's back up, which is great. But he was what? 55 years old, 56 years old when this happened. Now he's 70 years old. He's 70 years old now. And I'm like, dad, you don't have time for another economic cycle. No. Okay, let's move on. I don't want to keep going on that, on the risk tolerance. But I suggest pulling a little money off the table if it's like the stock market, if it's mutual funds or something like that. So you got to know your risk tolerance. Now in real estate, in rental properties, oh my goodness, our risk tolerance is so high. Like I don't want risk. When I invest in rental properties, I try to take every risk out as possible. Because what is great is I will know within maybe like, you know, 5% or let's say, let's say $100, 
or less. I know how much my expenses are going to be with every single rental property that I buy. I also know how much my income is going to be with every single rental property I buy. And with the principles that I tell and teach everybody inside the Ultimate Real Estate Investing System and the membership, everything that I tell everybody is how you're gonna make $250 a month with every single property. We need to find properties that give us $250 a month. And when we do that, we're gonna realize that, oh man, I still make money no matter what, and I'm not risking anything because I know I'm gonna make money. I know somebody's gonna need a place to rent, so I know how to price it accordingly. I know that my mortgage is, is you know X dollars. I know my property manager is gonna charge this amount. I know that this is gonna be another expense. Well, you add all this up and tack on $250 on top of your expenses. If your income is above that number, then you are making money. So people like us, and what's interesting, it kills me when people say, well, you know, it's so risky investing in real estate. I'm like, this is the least risky thing that you can possibly do. Worst case scenario, you still have the land. Let's say a hurricane comes through and it tears out, and God forbid, hopefully you have insurance when something happens like that, but you'll still literally have the land. The land is what you own. Now you gotta pay taxes, obviously, but if the hurricane comes up and takes that, you're gonna pay a lot less in taxes because it just lands. Long story short, this is the least risky. Real estate is the least risky um, investment way to make money in the history. That's, I mean, real estate's been around literally since the dawn of time. Real estate's been around and people have made money off of real estate, either farming or people living on it, whatever it might be. You're gonna make money every single day if you own real estate. And that's why I talk about this being the most recession-proof. Real estate investing, rental property investing is the most recession-proof business or way to make money you can ever hope for. Now, there are some certain cases, let's say your tenants go out, you know, they lose their job. If they lose their job, then that's too bad. They have to move out and then you get somebody else in there. Well, let's say that everything gets, you know, totally, totally sideways. You still own the property. You still own it as long as you are able to pay your mortgage and everything like that, which and the ultimate real estate investing system and all my students, I teach you how to make sure we, we um, cover for all these problems that potentially could come up. As long as you have a property, you can still make money. And even when everybody is locked inside their house, restaurants aren't making money because people aren't coming out. Um, events are being canceled. Flights are being canceled. Crew lines are being canceled. Um, businesses are shutting down because nobody's spending money. Our real estate rental properties, it's amazing. They make money whether we work or not, whether the economy's working or not, whether the market is doing good or not. In an up, down, or sideways market, we are always going to make money because the real estate rental properties, it's a recession-proof business. You're going to make money no matter what. Okay, moving on. Now, another thing that you're going to hear a lot of people say is diversify your investments. Now, I don't disagree with diversifying. In fact, I diversify by not buying stocks, real estate, you know, paintings, or fancy cars, or whatever. I, I diversify by buying in different areas of the country. So in case one entire area gets destroyed by, God forbid, a hurricane or a flood like I have in, in Texas and Houston, um, I've had that happen to me before. And even though there are problems in certain areas, I have diversified all over the country so that I have money coming in from all over the country. And so if one area gets hit, no, I'm diversified. Now, Warren Buffett is a fantastic stock 
stock guru. He actually is fantastic at that. And what he said, and I, I think at least I read this quote about him. If it's not his quote, then oh well, then I won't ascribe it to him. But what I've heard him say is that diversifying is for people who don't know what they're doing. And what he's meaning is if somebody is buying in the stock market and they're diversifying by buying, you know, in a, by American stocks, you know, Japan st- or Japanese stocks or Mexico stocks, whatever, like they're go- diversifying all over the country or the diversifying different sectors, like this is manufacturing, this is internet, this is this, and they're diversifying their portfolio all around. Well, what Warren Buffett is saying, if you don't know what you're doing, then yeah, that's that's how you diversify. So you stop as much loss coming out of your pocket. But if you know what you're doing, you know that you're going to be making money with these, these investments, why would you diversify? Like, why would I literally take my money out of real estate where I lose, or sorry, I make so much money and put it into a stock market where I know I'm horrible at it. I don't know what I'm doing. I, I literally suck at it. So I, like I said, I buy high and I sell low. And so I don't put my money there because diversifying, I'll just be making less money or possibly losing money. So when we diversify, what I talk about is diversifying where you are investing. Now, a lot of people might ask me, well, Dustin, when do I move on to a different area? I say, well, you will know. You will absolutely know, and it'll feel right to you. Hey, I have eight properties in this one area. It's time for me to move on. Or 10 properties, or 12, or 80. Whatever it might be, you're going to realize it'll come. It'll it'll literally hit you. You know what? It's time for me to build up in a new area. For me, I want to say it was about 14 or 15 uh, maybe less, maybe 12. I was like, you know what? Let me start looking in another area because I have this area down. As soon as the property comes up, I already know what's a good property. I can buy it. Let me start building another business in another area of the country. So when you diversify, you want to diversify in different areas of the country. Don't just settle in one city, let alone um, one state or one area. You want to diversify all around. Another thing you want to do is also with keeping your life being recession proof is try to keep your credit score high. You know, in the good times, it's easy to get credit. In the hard times, it's almost impossible to get credit or, you know, to borrow money. And the reason why is they only lend money to people. Banks only lend money to people who really don't need it necessarily. Now, if you really, really need it, and this is your last case scenario to, you know, save your life, save your business or whatever, they're not going to lend it to you because they don't want to be the last case scenario. They don't want to, you know, risk losing that money they're going to give it out when it's beneficial to them. And so in 2008, 9, it was 10, it was really hard to get any loans because banks were so scared about giving money out or lending money out and unless you would literally had the best credit score, lots of money saved up and the investment was perfect. And that was that was really hard. So right now in the good times, get your credit score higher. And you know everything I've talked about also is on top of that, I think you should also try your best to be frugal. Try your best to spend as little money as possible on certain items. Now, there are things that you can absolutely, you know, be go lavish on because they really value, or you value it. Let's say it's, you know, cappuccino, you value that, then go on that. But other things, or spend more money on that. But other things that aren't necessarily, maybe look a couple other internet searches to find it cheaper someplace else or find a knockoff or go on Facebook marketplace to actually look for buying it used. You could absolutely do that. In fact, I'm literally selling right now on Facebook marketplace, a twin bed that I bought. So we had to do, <laughs> it wasn't a do du- that's not a duplex. It's a uh, um, bunk bed for the kids, for the boys. 
And the top part literally fell apart. And so the, the mattress almost felt on the, the young, my younger boy, Xander, almost fell on him, uh, kind of did, but it kind of not. But anyways, he's fine. And anyways, I took off the top part and I need to sell the mattress. The mattress is still fantastic. Kids barely even slept on it. I put a mattress pad cover on it and everything. And I bought it for like, I don't know, 150 bucks. It's a really good, you know, memory foam one. But I thought, you know what I could do? I can actually sell this on Facebook Marketplace. So somebody's going to come pick it up, I think later today or tomorrow for 60 bucks. And it's still a brand new, just like a brand new mattress, literally no stains or whatsoever. And it's great shape, but you buying, why not look at other places to where you can save money? Now that's saving money, buy it on Facebook marketplace, save whatever money you can so that you're going to be frugal. And in that frugality, it'll lend into you saving money to buy properties on top of that. When things start to go bad or there's a recession, you're going to have that built into your life so that you will actually inherently spend less money because you're more frugal and you're realizing that. So that's another thing. So get your credit score high, keep it high. You want to be frugal as well. You want to save for investing. Now, all this stuff I actually teach in huge, huge detail in a course I just created that's in part of the membership as well. And you'll get a part of that when you're in the membership. You'll get into that course as well. But it's your first investment. And I talk all about, I teach all about how to get out of debt, how to make more money, how to save more money, how to increase your credit score, basically how to do everything with your finances to be rich and save to $10,000 so that you absolutely can buy your first property. That's called Your First Investment. And I have that course already ready. And that is it for today. Go ahead and get my free real estate investing course. Text the word rental to 33777. R-E-N-T-A-L to 33777. You can also join my Real Estate Wealth Builders group coaching. Get all my courses. All right, guys, we'll see you in the next show. See ya. See ya.